0: Welcome back to the prequel at the end of the book podcast. Excited to be back after a week off. Um, uh, so today we've got me, Rachel, uh, and then Jen. And then we have a special guest with us tonight, Courtney. Um, we're really excited to have have her here. Um, she's actually the person that's been doing all our transcripts. So like shout out to her for doing all that work for uh, our accessibility for everybody. Um And uh, everybody say hi to Lydia, even though she couldn't be with us tonight. Um, And yeah, so tonight we're going to be talking about episode five of The Winchester's Legend of Mind, uh, which was written by Sahaj Sethi and directed by Lisa Soper.
1: So for some housekeeping, we're all aware that in light of current events, the future of Twitter is looking increasingly uncertain. We know many of our listeners keep up with the podcast via Twitter, and we will remain on the platform as long as it remains viable. However, in the event that Twitter is no longer a secure platform for communication, uh, please consider subscribing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you your podcasts from in order to be notified when the new updates go out. You can also connect with us on Instagram or Tumblr. We're end of the book pod on both platforms. And second, with the next star acquisition of the CW, it's looking like none of the network's freshman shows are likely to have the back half of their season ordered. So the Winchester season one will almost definitely be limited to the 13 episodes already ordered. So keep in mind, this does not mean the show is canceled, especially since it's performing very well in ratings, and this lack of a second half order is more the result of the network merger rather than anything about the show itself, and it still may be renewed for a second season. So whatever the future holds for the Winchesters will keep you informed of any new developments along the way. And start lighting your manifestation candles for season two. <laughs> yes.
0: Also, just a little <laughs> quick note on that as well, um, because... You know, obviously, if there's only 13 episodes in the season, it's a pretty short little season for a podcast. So once the once the season is over, we will be taking probably about a month long break and then we will be back with something else. Probably. Uh, Keep your eyes peeled for more information on that because we're still trying to put it together. Um, But but yeah, there will be more to come after season one of Winchester's.
2: Okay, so for this episode, um, after a local politician dies of suspicious brain trauma, the Core 4 plus Ada set out to investigate after the councilman's aide reveals... That before his death, he was suffering nightmares and experienced personality changes. The group theorizes that a jinn could be responsible. They begin to search areas in town where a jinn would be likely to hide out and end up stumbling across a young man who flees from them, shocking Ada as he runs past. Ada then reveals that the stranger is actually her estranged son, who is half jinn. Ada explains that her husband, Ali, was a jinn who thought he could curb the impulse to feed on the human psyche, but he lost control and was subsequently killed by hunters. Ada discovered that she was pregnant with her son, Tony, not long after and hid the truth of his parentage from him in the hopes that he wouldn't inherit his father's powers. Unfortunately, when he became a teenager, his powers manifested and he learned the truth by witnessing one of his mother's dreams, which led to their estrangement. Despite the heartbreaking family history, John insists it's their job to hunt monsters, no matter who they are. The gang splits up to search for more information.
0: Tony contacts Ada in a dream to chastise her for bringing hunters to his doorstep, and reveals that he was not responsible for the councilman's death. That the Akrita were. He also reveals that the name of their next target for. He also reveals the name of their next target for their mind control. John, Mary, and Carlos go to protect the next victim. They're attacked by one of the Acrida, and Mary throws herself in front of the target to protect him, uh, being stung by their mind control poison instead. With Mary rapidly succumbing to the toxin, Ada confronts Tony and apologizes for treating him like becoming his father was inevitable, and begs for his help in saving Mary. Tony agrees and facilitates John entering Mary's dreams to help her, warning that the key to removing the acrida's venom will likely be hidden in Mary's most traumatic memories. John and Mary confront Mary's childhood trauma as she reveals that she feels that her future ended the day she found out that monsters were real and she was expected to fight them. John urges her to face her pain, and she promises herself that she's going to fight to get back the future her parents stole from her. And in doing so, successfully exercises the Akrita's poison from her mind. Back in reality, Carlos and Lata discover a link between all of the victims of the Akrita's mind control. They were all involved in one way or another with the construction of a new radio tower in town, which leads them to believe that the Akrita must somehow be using the radio to lure in the rare monsters they've been encountering. I'm just having a, that reading that made it me have like a lot of feelings and like thoughts about all the music that they've been using and like Dean's in control of music, but Ooh, no, Roxy's in control of the music. But anyway, well, we can get nice to that. We'll we get to actually,
1: that. Like, like we have blanket permission to clown about the songs and to like heavily yeah. speculate about it. Cause like, it's intentional. It's not just like, yeah, I want this song. Oh, I can't get it. I'll just choose this song then. Like they're putting thought behind it. So mm-hmm. I wonder how much of their budget
2: goes towards it.
1: For real. <laughs> <laughs> like, With their CW budget? No, I was not even getting all budget. this great it's, music. It's, like, it's just Jensen just throwing money. Just like, I just want this song. I want this yeah. song. That's like, that's, I'm paying out of pocket for this. <laughs> like, it's, it's a worthy cause.
2: Okay. To be fair, there's probably no embezzlement going on on this show, so. That's true. Some <laughs> 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 money. Ugh. Oh,
0: man. Mm-hmm. There goes Robin Rich following us now. <laughs> <She's> Going to unfollow <laughs> our, our Instagram. <laughs> um, they're
1: not listening anyway. <laughs> no, but for real, the CW is so odd. It's I like, know very odd mattress stores like on every corner in like an urban area where you never see anyone in it. You never see any mm-hmm. anything being sold. But for some reason, they're still in business. That's like the CW in my head. Yes. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> So, Tony, I, I immediately, as soon as we saw him, I was like, he can't be a bad guy. He looks, Same. he looks too innocent. Like, yeah, his face. Yeah. He's very adorable. I really liked him. He has kind eyes. Yeah. He, he did. He had like, so he had like I a face. Like,
0: I saw him and I also knew right away. I was like, it's not him. I know it's not him. He's got good <laughs> vibes and also badass vibes with that little like. Parkour move he pulled. <laughs> yeah,
1: he, he's, he has like he has like protagonist energy. Yeah,
0: he's yeah, um, too
2: much. Just some guy.
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> like you're not going to die at the end of the episode. Nope, not gonna not gonna let that happen. <laughs> um, but you know, it's noted that Tony's story uh, feels very similar to both Sam and Jack between mm-hmm. running away from home and then the estrangement from a parent. Because they were afraid of him and the powers and all this good stuff. Um, and echoing the fear of turning into one's father. So I guess you can just say that Tony is really just, what, all of Team Free Will 2.0 wrapped up in a bow? Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that feels fair. <laughs> um, yeah, it was not subtle. <laughs> no. I, I don't think it was, at least. They don't have the time um, to be
1: subtle. They only have 13 episodes. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> um they're, they're doing a lot of work to build character when they don't have much time for, like, the filler episodes, so. Yeah. Um, but it was just, I don't know, I loved, I loved that it was with, you know, rather than, like, an angel, like, with Jack, um, or, like, a, with, like, you know, the demon stuff with Sam, just because both of those involve, like, possession Of a human. Um, So they don't look like. You know when we see them on the show. They don't look like anything super other. It's not until they show their powers. That they you know. That that makes it clear. Um, I appreciated that. This was done with like. One of the actual like monsters. From the show. Um, And. That the monster. Was allowed to use his powers. And not be deemed bad. And get to live. And get to have like that emotional payoff, like be a character in their own right, and get that emotional payoff with one of the main cast members.
2: Wait, um, yeah, can a, like a thought about that? Is this the first repeat monster besides the demon? Because I don't think a demon really counts. This is this the first repeat monster we have, right? And it's one where he's not actually a monster. Did
1: yeah. we have a general?
2: Did we have a general? Yeah, like, I mean, like from Supernatural, repeat. From oh. Supernatural.
0: oh, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I think think this is the first one used from the show. But I I do feel like that the lore was, like, slightly different than the lore that we tended to get on Supernatural, though. Maybe it was just the djinn that we encountered on Supernatural. Well, we've had two different
1: types of djinn on Supernatural.
0: We had the
1: nightmare lady who got you stuck in a nightmare loop. And then you had, like, the normal djinn who put you in a nice dream until you died. So, like, we had, like, two different versions yeah. of
0: them on the okay, show. Okay, so it's too. just, like, another version, I guess, because there's... I'm sure that the lore varies in, you know, the actual stories about Jin also, so...
1: Yeah, they've been um, around
0: forever, so... Yeah. Um,
1: I am happy that that he can be utilized as an ally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. It's, you know, because, like, yeah, we have a lot of characters. We have the Core Four, we have Ada, we have Millie, we have all these lovely people, but, like... It feels just like a different kind of dynamic and a different kind of ally. Mm-hmm. And it's not demon-related, which I didn't mind in Supernatural because they set that up for years and years, and I get that. Yeah. But, like, they're really working in monsters. Like, it's monsters. We're not touching cosmic stuff. We're not touching hell. We're not touching any of that stuff other than, like, a demon at the very beginning, and, like, that's mm-hmm. it. Um. So. I'm happy Tony's good. I'm happy yeah. he can come back. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy that he even seems to have had that little, you know, we'll talk about it later, but like that little, um, little moment with Lada at the very end, or I guess Lada had the moment with him. Um, mm-hmm. But,
2: you know, give my girl some, some No, I thought it was very cute. I like them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like him seem- so much taller than him. It's so cute. Yeah, I, really I love, love I love a good like height difference where in like a a male female couple where the woman is taller too. So,
1: yeah, it's yeah. it's really adorable to me. Um, especially just having to see Meg next to Drake for so long where she's <laughs> like a foot shorter than him. Which is adorable. Yeah. Um, also, I found the whole um you know, like I was going to tell a whole group of hunters that my child was half a monster. And uh, Demetria's acting was fantastic. Oh, this. yeah. Um, it, it. You know, it's hard to say who is truly coding who. Because it feels like all the characters kind of could fit into different moments of the main show's characters. Mm-hmm. Like, growing up too fast. My future ended. I feel like a freak. I'm half monster and then, you know, basically Ada's doing the whole ask questions first shoot later Mm
2: -hmm.
1: where usually it was shoot first, ask questions later. Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, so I, I I liked that and I liked her, um, appealing for her son and I liked that we got to learn more about Ada. Like,
0: yeah, I was so excited for more about her. Um, and for real, Demetria like killed all of her scenes in that episode. She's just so good. She's just so enjoyable to watch on screen. Wait, um, magnetism. Yeah, that's exactly the word. Yes, magnetism. Like you're calling just drawn the, to her. Calling it the Mark Shepard energy, where like it feels like she just <laughs> it's like, too
2: good for the for the material.
1: <laughs> yeah, like 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 I want her to win an Oscar at some point. Yeah. Like,
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I also really liked, or er, it was a not to say that I liked this, but it was a very crunchy moment, too, when, um, you know, she appeals to them. And pretty much everybody's, like, on board with this, you know, except Everybody. John, <laughs> except John um, who oh, was John. very immediately, like, well... He's still a monster, and that's our job to, is to hunt monsters. So, you know, we'll let you talk, but. And that fits both in with Dean and Sam, because both of them yeah. have had those moments. They both—they the flip-flop on, yeah. on it over the years for, it, you know, reasons. But It depended on who they yeah.
1: were
2: owning in that season at the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> but. The thing I find interesting about it, though, is that, like, he didn't hold on to it at all. Like, he said it, but then, like, he didn't follow through with that conviction.
0: And if, no, I, he didn't, which was interesting. Um, and it I feels, guess it's like, you know, Tony proved himself or whatever. But
1: if John's yeah. still, in, in my opinion, because next episode's promo looked pretty intense. Um, if he's still in this not great mode after episode four, um, which I don't think he is. He seemed a little off. In this episode, I don't know how to explain it, but like, like you said, basically like kind of throwing away the fact that this is the re- like the direct child of one of his new friends and he's still saying, you know, we hunt monsters and it's like, dude, you've been at this for three months. Um, <laughs> but like, like, but not truly following yeah. through with it, obviously, but like he felt very, um, I don't know, off, I guess. That's really the only word I have for it. It's that he fell off. So when he said that, you know, basically shoot first, ask questions later, sentimentality, it felt very early seasons Dean to me. And then also season eight, Sam, who tried to
2: fucking execute Benny. like (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It was almost like younger brother jealousy. It's not the same thing. But no, like, yeah, he was very out of his element, despite. Yeah sort of being in his element like he i think he, yeah. his element with fighting monsters but it like wasn't the right time so things were just weird
1: yeah and yeah. like what i'm thinking is like i'm like psycho meta john here but essentially and this is something that i like to talk about a lot with dean is that like at following how episode four especially ended, like he didn't end in a happy place last episode. Um, yeah. So basically that hunting is this new thing that he feels like he can grab onto with two hands and like control. So as soon as a, a foreign situation is presented to him like, oh, my friend's estranged child mm-hmm. is half monster, you resort back to at least what you know. And what you know is you're a hunter and you hunt monsters. Um because that's like the comfort. That's the part you know. Yeah. So that's at least what I kind of took away from it with that line. It's like I just spent months figuring this out and this is how we do it. And yeah. You know, tough shit, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: And it kind of felt interesting now that we're like talking about this. It's interesting that he was like taken out of that element that he's found himself like being really like gung-ho and for and like good at, and then the way that he ends up helping in the episode is not with hunting at all, not with being the emotional tether Mary has to the real world while they're trying to get her out of her, you know, the creta toxin haze.
1: I also found it interesting how at the very beginning he was talking about how like he couldn't like read her. If I remember that correctly. Yeah. I, I was just right kind of right like. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a weird, I don't know. It was like. It was such, such a random, I feel like, comment because I wasn't even aware that he was. So it was like, well, that I think, feel like is our indication that things have been getting screwed around with. Um, and I think we've all had that suspicion since the show started that stuff yeah. was happening. Um, but it, 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 I remember just red flagging it in my brain and going, were you reading her before? Like I had no indication of this. And so, and why, why all of a sudden now can't you like, yeah. Is it your own emotional problems?
0: Is it a cosmic problem? Like what's going on? I do feel like Mary is also definitely like kind of Hot and cold feels extreme, but she is very like. Walls up. Walls up, very yeah, much like so. Smaller. And play rushes things off and like, yeah. you know, punches him on the shoulder. And, you know, at the beginning of this episode when she was like playing along with him teaching her how to be a mechanic and she was like, ha, I actually know how to do this better than you. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was, um, that was really cute. Yeah, I loved that. Um, love you, Mary. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was just trying to appeal to your, you know, masculine ego there. Yeah, literally, I am. <laughs> Which I love that idea that like Dean's mechanical skills came from Mary and not from
0: John. Yeah, even though John is like the the child who like is would have inherited a yeah an auto shop. <laughs> I love that though. I love that. Which is concept. hilarious.
1: I love that um, concept that like family business. Yeah. And I suck at it. <laughs> I mean the guy was gonna buy a friggin' van. <laughs> Dean had to point out the Impala to him. God bless.
0: Yeah.
1: Um But I feel like I don't know who Courtney, was it you? I don't know. Someone said in the in the Discord basically that like this show continues the supernatural trend of issues with parents. Um
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's why I really liked that Tony and Ada's issues didn't get,
0: pro, like, stretched they out. They didn't get prolonged, yeah. No, yeah. like, this was, we saw the tail end of the conflict, and we got to see, like, the, the resolution. The catharsis, yeah. exactly.
1: And then, like, and then Ada basically apologizing, like, I'm sorry I kept this from y'all. Um, though, I mean, like, her, <laughs> her, in my opinion, at least her reasoning was sound.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, you know, wrong choice, right reasons, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: go, road of good intentions.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and, like, I don't know. And just to, like, go back to that whole, like, you know, all the issues of Team Free Will 2.0 wrapped into one <laughs> one character and one, yeah. one little story storyline. Um, I just think that, like, it was interesting to see this uh, happening across from John, who is the source of a lot of these issues in the main show. And the resolution that this story gets to have versus the lack of reconciliation, I guess. Or like yeah. in the, tr- in the way that it would have been really desired between John and both of his sons. And then also between Dean and Jack. Um, yeah.
1: It feels like the show is constantly raising flat, waving flags in front of John's face. Like, don't do this. Don't do this mm-hmm. when you're a parent. Don't do this to your child. Like between yeah. Millie, Ada, a bunch of people It's like, don't, be the opposite of this
2: bad thing that's happening right now. And makes the worst choice every time. Every I know. Time.
1: And I, I think I said this last podcast, but basically I'm just like, the tragedy is just, you just want to
0: go in there and help him not but, make the same mistakes. Yeah. Um, but we know it won't work. So, no. um, but yeah, at least the story got a nice ending though. Because they go off on a road trip together at the end of the episode it didn't to, to bond, which is really sweet. And I hope they both come back. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm assuming Ada's going to come back. But I hope Tony comes back as well. Tony, like come in
1: clutch. Them. We're going to need yeah. you, I, I think. I think we are. Um, it feels like this season, much like the first season of Supernatural, is dealing more with monsters straight up. Mm-hmm like we didn't even know that Meg was a demon like until the end of her episode but like we didn't see her all that much um so i like that they kind of took that card out of out of the main show's
0: book basically yeah back to the you know what i said earlier with like tony being the first just some guy monster but also he's not wreaking havoc on anything like he he's living his life and he's actually trying to help people. And I appreciate that this is like how they chose to start introducing the, those types of monsters Um, just because that is something that supernatural prime struggled with a lot was dealing with this question of what actually makes a monster. Um, And like, and like you said, Jen, it usually, it came down to, you know, whatever, you know, the answer is whatever Sam and Dean have to disagree about this week. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so like, it feels like potentially, obviously, you know, Jerry's still out. We need to see what other creatures, what other, what other monsters and characters they introduce. But like, I do feel like from this episode, it seems like they're trying to like, Approach that question with a little bit more sensitivity and nuance, perhaps, um, instead of flipping back and forth every week on on whether or not, you know, everybody needs to be hunted. Every monster, every creature needs to be hunted or whether we can take this, you know, ask questions, see what people are up to.
2: Um, it feels like another instance where like Robbie is trying to fix what was Not Mm -hmm. great about Supernatural. Yeah. And also it makes sense because when Mary came back, there was Cass and she was like a little weird about it, but she didn't seem all that weird about like their best friend being, you know, not human. And then when Jack came around, like she was fine with Jack. And so it kind of makes sense for her.
0: Yeah. I think that's because though, like we learned in this episode, part of Mary's trauma is like this guilt over her for I think it was implied to be her first kill of this kid werewolf
2: yeah you yeah. know
0: um, and so I feel like that probably really shaped how she approached hunting at all since she had to do it you know so I feel like she she is already a hunter who probably prefers to like take her time before she has to make any sort of decision on what she does with creatures and monsters that she meets which feels Um, like the exact opposite of john (laughs) because
1: speaking of what makes a monster i obviously we know what comes down into the future but even i don't even know if you can call it subtle subtle ish i guess is his line of hunters kill monsters doesn't matter who they are even if they're your like 18 year old son like it doesn't matter you know and that kind of cold and callousness some yeah. would regard as more monstrous than this kid who's just running around. Is yeah. technically a definition of a kind of monster. I didn't cold even
2: really think about that. Like, when he told Dean, like, you might have to kill him. I didn't even think about that parallel. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. Like, John's literal last words to Dean were, hey, mm. if you're, like, and, and it's implied, I feel like with that statement, it's implied that he has pretty much no fate that Sam won't go dark side.
0: But oh, basically John
1: Winchester. <laughs> yeah, just basically like, hey, doesn't matter if he's your brother, you gotta kill him. So
0: it feels like this has always been an issue. I don't know if this is how he yeah. coped with killing in the war, but like, like he like he has to make it a very black and white thing, you know? Like I can um, see
1: himself saying something like that to himself, like the enemy is the enemy. It does mm-hmm. not matter. Yeah. You know, while fighting in war, and I can see how that mentality would, um, in order to like just dis- basically like disassociate from the situation, you boil it down to its basics. Um, yeah, so yeah, so what makes a monster a monster? <laughs> yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm sorry, John, I don't mean to call you a monster this early on,
0: <laughs> but you know, I mean, I feel like even the tone. That the episode, like even the writing, struck in that scene though was like everybody was looking at John sideways when he said that. Uh Like he wasn't the one that was like, you know, yes, obviously this is true. This is how we should approach it. Like everybody was like, "Mm, this makes us uncomfortable. You know, if if it had
1: the same energy as when he started wailing on the paper towel dispenser in the last
0: episode, I was just like, I was like, oh. Yeah.
1: Like I didn't expect that right
0: now. <laughs> or like the the no when when Mars whatever was like, uh, you're just like me or whatever. And then he said no and just started like wailing on him. And Jen and like, I both you, both you don't know anything like, about me or something yeah. like that, and then proceeds to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay then. <laughs> Not even kill him, but kill him in the most brutal way. I know. Like, holy um, shit, dude. Like both Jen and I, we were like filled in that blank with, I'm worse. I'm worse than you, (laughs) literally. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm just, the way that this is already, this question is already kind of being dealt with and like kind of already pitting John on the other side of it is interesting.
1: To me, it was a pretty expository episode, but I am aware that there's only so much they can do right now with such a limited episode count um so yeah
2: that's like I was like I think the pacing of this is wrong because if they had done the Tony stuff in one episode and then did the Mary stuff in another episode I think it all would have hit a lot better but as yeah. it was it was like bam 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 and I was like I don't feel anything about any of this we didn't really- <laughs> I love that clock so much like I feel like we didn't get
1: to really explore any of Tony's trauma so so all right, because this show is full of characters that we can just sh- like, like little dolls, just kiss together all the time. <laughs> so many ships, uh, Lada and Tony. Do we Love them.
0: I-, I ship it. It was pretty easy for me to do that though. So. Me
1: too. Like so. I feel like at the very beginning of the show, I was like, Lada and John would be really cute, and then. I mean, I still could
0: I still could kind of see it mm-hmm. if John you know holds out on his downward spiral a little bit longer.
1: It's the same. and I feel like annoyingly again, Drake is just the kind of guy who frustrates chemistry, chemistry with, with everyone brick yeah so he, you know he has he has chemistry with a blade of grass, so um yeah. but I do like <laughs> I like Tony and Lada, um especially if mm-hmm. Lada, you know, we don't really know much about her upbringing at all, but she is pretty secretive of it. And I feel like they can trauma bond over that, um, that secrecy and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. They were just cute together. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Was I, don't, so I, was, cute. I don't have strong feelings about it, but I was like, that's cute. Yeah. All right. I'm on board. Yeah.
1: Give, give Lada a boy. Well, I, what I am <laughs> finding concerning though, is that there keeps being outside romance interests. So like Tony seems to be one of them. That Kyle guy was another one.
0: Which I'm assuming he's gonna come back at some point. Yeah, they're all gonna come back like, at some point.
1: Yeah. Betty, who uh oh my God, the Betty. <laughs> yeah. Um so let's talk about that. <laughs> I had a friend and this was said in our Discord, in in a discord server um but there is this thought now that Betty is likely maybe the cupid or the angel of some kind um she was definitely painting that that Michael picture oh, yeah. that's for, that I wanted to look it up cuz I wanted to see if that was the picture that was in Houses of the Holy it yeah. It is.
0: Okay, I think it is. I think it's like the reverse basically. Cuz like, like the mirror of yeah, it. Yeah, cuz
1: like it was definitely Michael yeah. stabbing down.
0: Yeah. I somebody made a post about it and I'm pretty sure it was like this either the same image or like just like flipped I, basically. I, I know my
1: friend still yeah. does yell she did something. Um but yeah, I love that theory especially given like okay. So first of all, her getting asked to be married to John by John. And if she's an angel or was like pretty much tasked with watching him, his, his entire upbringing or whatever, it feels very, um, demons and, uh, in Sam's life, setting him up with Jessica, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. Pa- painting the St. Mike Didn't D even like that? tweet like she liked a tweet about it too
0: yeah she did I think she retweeted it yeah so, in fact yeah it's like um so it want to feel
2: like weird for them to like introduce somebody like that and then have her keep coming back like why would we need John's like ex she's not coming in the way of him and Mario yeah like,
0: exactly what is
2: she there for it's got to be something. yeah
1: so, yeah so first I thought she was gonna be like a like a kind of like a Jody, where like she's with local law enforcement so she can cover them up if needed or whatever. But like also, I don't know, painting the Michael picture as one of yeah. the Michael vessels comes up and talks to her is a choice. Very much so. Um, and I feel like, okay, here's, here's where I think I keep getting tripped up. But Supernatural, it kept getting renewed without, I feel like, long-term endgame plans. Which is Mm -hmm. why...
0: Even even Crip Gear, everybody is like, the first five seasons were planned, and like a a tight... No, 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 no. Writer's strike. Seasons four and five only happened because of the writer's strike. So it was not fully formed as a a thing. And then Carver's
1: ending couldn't happen because they got extended even more, and I'm not even going to talk about Dab. So it's like, what what, what (laughs) I feel like...
2: (laughs) Sorry. That's okay.
1: What I feel like has happened is that over the especially if you were in Phantom for a while um, and on Tumblr and all that, and speculating, you always did it with this understanding that maybe you're reading too much into this. Like, like how subtle can we say something is before we're making it up in our heads? And then with this show, I feel like it is the exact opposite because they have such limited time. So, like, when, when Betty's painting a, a Michael picture... My, if it was like normal supernatural, I probably wouldn't think twice about it. I would just be like, oh, she's just a random person. This is just something random happening. Dean's talking to her. So maybe that's something indicative of something. But like with this, it's like the music means something, the lighting means something, the lens flares, all this stuff means something. And we're told that it means stuff. Like we're given free reign. To over-speculate however we want about it. So, (laughs) Betty painting the Michael picture, all this to say, Betty painting the Michael picture is, to me, just like a, hey, don't trust her,
2: bad. Michael's her boss. She's getting the Michael (laughs) vessel ready. Like, if that's the first draft theory, then... You know, uh, John will be the Michael Vessel and Mary will be the Lucifer Vessel. And I hope they do something with that. Like, I wanted it so bad and supernatural. But regardless, it feels like she's getting the Michael Vessel ready. Like, she's painting it. And she's also kind of feeding him information that pushes him into these hunts in some way. Yeah. Yeah. She's not necessarily doing it on purpose because it's kind of just by virtue of her job. But in the narrative, she is doing that. Like, she is preparing him to be a hunter.
0: Yeah. I mean, but also, like, even with the nature of her job, like, should she be giving randos, you know, the, yeah. it, the details of ongoing police investigations? Like, probably not. She's, and she's doing she's not it aware without that really. Monsters exist. So essentially,
1: she's just giving her ex almost fiance. And his little
0: ragtag team. Information him. just that he seemingly is asking for for no reason just because he feels like it. And she's giving it to him without really questioning it. Yeah, like
1: that you is know? a red
0: flag. Like
1: yeah, she I should be more suspicious so. for real. Also, she's pretty young for a cop. Um, she's so young. I'm, she looks like a baby. I didn't realize because like <laughs> I think in my head the other day it literally just clicked how old John was they're they're all like what 19 they're like 1920 yeah they all look like, like infants to me they're, they do yeah it's like watching the first season of supernatural it's like Get children
2: yeah
1: <laughs> but um so it's like i know that you can be a cop really young but i don't know isn't it yeah. well what was, what was the, the, the minimum age though in 1972 I have no idea, but is it was
2: it weird for like a woman to be a cop then? Like, was that unusual? I don't
1: know. I think it was. I would think it was at least in. the
2: day.
0: I would assume, yeah, because it, was, it was, And I would also, also is a little assume, unusual. Yeah, I would also assume that like a Latina woman cop in Kansas yeah. probably wouldn't you know what? be found very easily if she's an the angel. 70s, she's probably like
1: she's, just appearing as a cop to John. But, like, Possibly. no one on the force has
2: ever heard of her. And have yeah. never seen her. She only <laughs> appears to him. That'd be cool. Like, he um, freaking, he's like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't, I don't expect he's
1: him ready. to know the minimal age to be a cop. I don't. Yeah. I, don't, he, I mean, like, for real. He, like, he went into the army underage. I don't think he understands what rules are. So,
0: like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that theory, though, that she is. Um, like an angel or Cupid or something. So
2: would you think that, like, she's being possessed by one or that she just is one? Because in my mind, I'm like, she just is one. But I guess if she's an angel, she'd be being possessed. And then how long has she been possessed? That's it. So I wonder if she is
1: possessed. Um, See, the problem is with supernatural in general, angels would appear to us sometimes already with their vessels, or like, so like, take the Cupid, right? Like in in season five, take the Cupid. Was that a possessed
2: man walking around with no clothes on? Like, so or I don't think was possessed, even though it doesn't make any sense for the lore. But yeah. 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 So like,
1: he just seemed just like a Cupid like he has his own body.
0: like corporeal form. Yeah. You know,
1: and like we would see them in heaven, obviously, because we can't like obviously it's a TV show, we can't have CGI yeah. like for these scenes. But, so, it would be, because in in Anna, she was still technically an angel, even without her grace, somehow, and she arrived in, like, an infant form. And so, it's like, the show itself is a little wonky with how that works yeah i would imagine though that she is possessed if if they are gonna that's mirror, what i would say too yeah, yeah like because sam's friends were possessed like brady was possessed um so i would expect that more than anything which will be sad because that means she, like she got possessed as a child like
2: she's still a child if she yeah. is possessed do so she think do you think she's possessed by somebody we know Zachariah. <laughs> I'm like, would be so funny if it was Zachariah just flirting
0: with Sean? He's like, listen. He's he's into MILFs and DILFs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No. I uh I I am one of these people who just like I don't know why. I loved I love to hate Zachariah
0: in the original show. No, same. He's so Kurt Fuller's great. Yeah, and I
1: love I, I love Kurt in general. and so I'm like, I just I want Zachariah to
0: show up again.
1: He can.
2: He's, you know what, I wouldn't put it past him to hang around John just for Millie. Yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. He's, like, like (laughs) the most recurring customer, and she just keeps telling him (laughs) to get a new car, and he's, like, can't afford it. And she's, like, he just racked up $30,000 of repairs, but okay. Mm -hmm. I, um... You can, no so you. i was about to say i was about to ask if anyone wanted to write a zachariah millie thick but please don't oh my god but if you do please <laughs> talk me i want to read it <laughs> <laughs> you can even throw some henry in there i'll, I'll read it i'll read it <laughs> let's, let's talk about mary yeah Ooh, there's something, there's about, something mary. about mary something about mary <laughs> um Don't copyright us. <laughs> um, I'm sick of the show already making me cry so much. Right, right. Like
2: it was devastating. I have a feeling we're gonna cry um, next week too. Yeah, same. I I know I said it already, but it didn't really hit for me because it was like too fast, and I was like, I'm not invested in this. But like when I think about it, I'm like, oh, that's devastating. But when I was watching it, I was like, okay.
1: Yeah, it feels like it was a little too much at once but yeah like like you said like just seeing gift sets of it today I did rewatch that scene I didn't get the chance to rewatch yeah. the entire episode but I rewatched the end the, like Mary's whole scene Um mm-hmm. you know a lot of people made the comparisons to like Sam but I also feel like again it's a comparison to Dean too it's both of them Andrew, um, yeah yeah. again all of them it's, yeah. it's a team
2: free will 2.0 episode um I- I no. do like that, like, Dean, Sam, and Mary were all introduced to hunting or the supernatural world in, like, the worst way possible. And John, like, had Henry, who was like, I'm going to look after you and I'll look for the monster under your bed. And I'm just such a good dad. And somehow John is the one who ended up just completely fucked. And the rest and of these like, right? baby people.
1: Right? And he, like, he's like, I just met this random blonde girl in the dead of night because some
2: jackass gave me a letter. I'm going to go hunt monsters now. Like, Dude. Just so messed up because his dad loved him so much, but then wasn't there a little bit. Everybody else just got like a weapon shoved yeah. into their hand. I feel like even with Carlos, like he got into it because
1: of his family, you know, what happened there. I don't think we know why Lotta got into it, but I imagine it's something tragic. And so it's like yeah. it's like the tragedy for John is outside of hunting, and hunting is his therapy, which isn't great. And then for everyone else <laughs> hunting understatement of the year (laughs) yeah and then for everyone else it's like hunting is just the inevitable
0: um yeah and and they're all kind of a little bit tortured by it yeah they're not happy to be there you know yeah john seems to be doing just fine though i'm saying that like
1: with heavy sarcasm (laughs) yes
2: (laughs) i do love that mary punched at the wall like she was just so mad about it because, yeah. um, like, I know we, we've seen Dean and Sam have, like, feelings about it. But it feels like Sam came to terms with it and was like, no, this was the right thing as the show went on. And Dean has these moments of, like, you can tell that he knows it's not okay, but he never really expresses it. So it was nice to see Mary just be angry about it. Like, this isn't fair.
1: Yeah, because yeah. Tom likes it. Dean didn't have a choice. Sam chose to come back and to stay. And then. Four times. Multiple times. Um, And then by the end of it, it was really Dean who wanted the life outside and to retire and to just live. (laughs) And then Sam was the one who was like, yeah, I can see myself doing this forever. But like, John liked it. Sam liked it. um, Or accepted it, at least.
2: Dean, it it was inevitable. He really came to think it was the correct thing. Yeah. to have done that. Yeah. Why don't we ever talk about that in fandom, but regardless um yeah i just it's just cathartic to see mary be like this isn't okay and i'm gonna punch a wall about it
1: this is finally yeah. someone in this family saying i mean well to be fair sam was like dad gave me a gun when i was fu-. like yeah we get it but like again he didn't seem to be angry about it and they fridged his girlfriend so he stayed with it mary didn't have her girlfriend or boyfriend fridged She was just literally given, like, a knife and was like, hey. When she was five. She was five. Like, there wasn't any tragedy. Her parents just did not, um, I guess, care how old she was.
2: Yeah, it wasn't even like that monsters are real and you need to be able to protect yourself. It was like monsters are real and it's your job to do something about it. Five-year-old. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Insane like and you're going to commit murder when you're in your teens.
2: Yeah. Sorry Tom Welling, but I already hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Uh
1: like I love you man. Um but I mean, I feel like if there's a, probably going to be a character that no one cuz there's always got to be a character no one likes on these shows. It is in like in Supernatural Prime it was John, but in this one I feel like it's going to be Samuel cuz even in the flashback episodes um in the main show He was a jackass. He always sucked. Yeah, he was always in the flashback episodes. Even in season six and seven. In season six, he sucked. He he was always an asshole. So I'm expecting him to be a gigantic butthole. (laughs) Sorry for that imagery. Um, Like Mary's, it feels, it's tragic, but it didn't have to be. And I feel like that's the most tragic out of that whole family situation. Yeah. Like. Mary dying on the ceiling and launching all that, that's sad, but understandable, I guess. But John just getting into it because he's bored and understimulated, I guess. And then, um, <laughs> <ADHD documents>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> um, leave me alone. Uh, but, um, and then, and then Mary is just like, nothing tragic happened, but her own parents' expectations of her.
2: Which is so crazy, because it seems like she was the one that was raised, like, not John, obviously, but, like, she was raised in a hunting family, but it was, like, normal, like, she was kind of raised in the suburbs, but still it was somehow worse. Like, yeah. I yeah.
1: She has a house. She had a family. Or has a family, I guess. When, when the fuck are we going to see Deanna, by the way? Yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: Um, I mean, I'm assuming we're going to see her eventually. Assuming she's so. just not dead in the woods somewhere. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, is she even really in this universe right now? Be real. Be real. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Mary's scene. It felt a lot like episode three, um, where John once again kind of like has to talk her through it.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I don't really like that. I don't feel the connection is strong enough between them yet for it to mean anything to me. But if it turns out retroactively that it is like angel or heaven interference, then I'm totally on board. But it I feels like you really sell it for me because I'm like, okay, whatever. I There's think. A stronger connection to Lada. Yeah. Like, I think with, at least with episode three,
1: it felt like the codependency that clearly runs through that family. Um, John seemed desperate, not in, like, a loving sense, but, like, in a just straight-up desperate. sense.
0: Yeah. Whereas this was, like, I don't know. It seemed, it did feel, like, not shoehorned because they have been, like, doing a little bit of the hint, wink, 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 hinting at, like, something being there. But, like, it felt... Like, they fast-forwarded through some stuff.
2: I but it's like, you know? that Ada It was like, it's John. It's obviously yeah. John. Can you guys stop being weird about it, you dumb kids? It's John.
1: The weirdest thing, though, is that the two episodes we have Betty in are the two episodes where John has to be the emotional crutch for Mary to get Mary out of her dangerous situation. Interesting. And Interesting. to make them bond even more. So well yeah
2: betty i my shitless betty, <laughs> <Semi-shitless> betty. <laughs> yeah. um, that's a good point so yeah it, but but,
1: it, but it's sad because it to me it means that like because they're not aware of it all this emotional learning that they're doing with each other is almost disingenuous which is tragic yeah i love it but it's tragic
2: it's unfortunate because yeah. their flirting is, it's so cute. Yeah. Like, I like her little, like, hitting him shtick and yeah. it's cute.
1: I like their heterosexual um. mating ritual. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, them working on, like, the motorcycle, it just reminded me of Twilight with, <laughs> with Bella and Jacob working on a no. fucking motorbike while Edward fucked off to Italy or whatever. I, those movies are so bad, I love them so much, but um, (laughs) I feel like it's almost there, but I feel like because we, if we're at least are watching this as Supernatural fans, we know that it's real to
0: a point, probably, but like. Yeah, real to a point, and then there's disconnect in other Places. So I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, yeah. basically. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it. Right down the sewer. Right down the sewer. Um. <laughs> um, I also just, like, the heartbreaking thing is, like, Mary ends this episode, like, she gets out because she promises her past self that she's going to, like, reopen these doors that were closed for her. Right. Her parents closed them for her when she was five years old. She gets out by promising her her, her five-year-old self, like, I'm going to choose. I'm choosing to reopen those doors. Yeah. Um, we're going to find something else. She gets the motorcycle from John at the end of the episode so she can leave Lawrence when she's done with hunting and, like, explore the world. And she never fucking gets to do it. Not well, even when she
2: gets resurrected. Right back into hunting. Ugh god she never
0: gets to also, dance. I just
2: with the motorcycle.
1: all I kept <laughs> thinking my heart. All I kept thinking was that wish from uh J- Jensen's for for Dean to just like drive off on a motorcycle, like fuck the car, just drive off into the sunset on a motorcycle. and you never got to do that. Um, but what I found interesting with that was that whole doors thing. Well, first of all, they were in a <laughs> corridor with doors. And then second of all, this whole thing was because of the accreta. And mm-hmm. the Akrita are, like, world-devouring. Like, 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 their whole, like, thing is basically, yeah. like, cosmic reality shifts, blah, 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 blah. So when she's saying, I'm going to find, basically, I'm going to open up doors for you. And that's how you defeat the reality-altering spider monster. It's like exercising free
0: will. Yeah. Beats the Acre-ia, Acreta. It's like maybe in another <laughs>
1: universe you did, in fact, actually open
2: up different doors. Um,
1: yeah.
0: and maybe oh, no.
2: that's, Now
0: that you said that, that kind
2: of reminds me of heaven with like the corridor and the different doors.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. No. It's, it's. And then, oh, and then. Like, and even, even with the politician at the beginning, too. Like he was in that hallway oh, and yeah. he goes through a doorway and that's when the light shifts, too. Yeah that when that lighting shifted
1: yeah this episode was really- i swear to god <laughs> well also when when mary first Not got in the hallway thoughts. and there was that blue light my first mm-hmm. thought was was like was that is that a soul like that's like like those like blue orb souls that they used to have like that was my first mm-hmm. thought and i had to keep reminding myself that she she was like obviously influenced by tony too because that's how they were able to get john in to get saved and everything mm-hmm. but like She's, she was defeating the Acreta, which have been established as, you know, essentially world devouring, ending reality, whatever. And just promising a different outcome to her past self to defeat these, I don't know, like my brain is trying to
0: tell me something, but I can't figure it out right now. I am I think, I think our brains are on the same yeah. track right now, Jen. I'm just like, I hope other people understand where we're going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: that reminds um, me um carlos punching john like it felt like that had been building up in him like he was ready for it the second like, i know he was so ready for it yeah <laughs> he
1: really was like it's okay
0: it's
2: okay yeah there's um, anything more to say about that it's just funny because he's like okay i'll punch him yeah no problem yeah. i'll do it it's fine <laughs> like no hesitation
0: um, yeah um also because i thought of it while we were talking about this and it's been and minute since I brought up um Jupiter natural huh. um, <laughs> but one you know ex- you know exercising her free will to me, just like you know, and like you know reopening those doors, those pathways, making her own choices. Like to me, and like, cause I teach Hebrew school also. And like, that's one of the ways that I teach the story of Adam and Eve is like, they made their own choice. They made their own choices. Eve decided she wanted the knowledge from the tree of knowledge. She made her choice and, and, you know, there was a consequence from it. And we can talk about like, maybe we'll make mistakes and how do we make up for those? But also like, she made that decision and, you know, but, and she didn't have to be you know at god's will anymore yeah you know and so to me one it is a pretty jewish choice i you mean know, a pretty jewish theme because of that the short explanation of teshuva it's um essentially the um process of like um repentance and atonement at the high holidays in judaism and the way that ada and tony worked on their relationship in this episode was like basically all the steps of teshuva. Um Like you own up to the bad behavior or, or the wrong behavior. You apologize for it and then you fix it or you, you make those that promise to fix it. Um, and that's like step for step what they did in this episode, what Ada did with Tony in this episode. I know that like, I don't know, it, it seems like perhaps simplistic or like why is this specifically Jewish but like it is for me because that's like how I was raised and so that's how I view this show um and it was just nice to see I'm really happy that they they're kind of continuing in the in the in the spiritual vein of the original show so I like it too just because you get to teach us about it (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate I get to go into teacher mode which is kind of fun
1: but well, I was, I was telling Courtney, I was like, God, I wish my catechism teacher would tell me the Adam and Eve story, like how you explained it to your students, because I probably would have enjoyed it more. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, original yes. sin doesn't exist in Judaism. Like,
1: yeah, there's no not, like
0: original sin or like you're born evil. None of that. None of that. Yeah. Not for Catholics.
1: <laughs> Bad. <laughs> so I like I like this whole everything for for supernatural, and I'm always gonna listen to you when you talk about it. Also, yeah. Well, just just to touch on two more things before we end. Basically, John's sympathy for Mary's situation and his insistence that like no child should have gone through something like that. Um it feels first of all like the song remains the same. Um and and like we said earlier that the show is waving all of these flags in front of John's face and John saying the right words himself, but oh man. <laughs> tragic um yeah and then him choosing not to act on his feelings for mary instead of giving her henry's motorcycle so she can leave lawrence when she's done hunting that was like a surprisingly very real thing of him to do yeah like in contrast with the cold callousness of the tony situation Mm -hmm.
2: yeah yeah it's also interesting that he it almost feels like he made a choice like He could have Mary or he could have hunting, and he chose hunting. Oh, I didn't even think of it like that. Oh, God. Which is... I I don't even know how that really fits in with the premise of Supernatural, but, like, as soon as he lost Mary, he went to hunting. I don't know. There's something there, but, I mean, he chose hunting over Mary. Yeah, because, basically,
1: there's nothing saying he can't also be on the motorcycle and go off with her. Yeah. But, no, it's basically, you want to leave and not do hunting. I want to stay and continue to do hunting. And I want that more than I want you. Which,
2: man, oh, man. Crunch. (laughs) Um, Especially because he didn't lose anything to hunting. Like, I know he lost his dad, but... That wasn't even hunting. Same as the way other people have lost things to Supernatural. Yeah, Like,
1: his father disappeared. He doesn't even know what happened to his father. And his father wasn't even a hunter. Like, there was no tragedy... That we know of in his family due to hunting.
2: And he has a letter from his dad. Well, I mean, he has a letter he thinks is from his dad. It still might not actually be from his dad, but... It's from Santa Claus. At
1: this point. Um, it It is seeming more and more. Especially, like, how in episode four, to distract him, basically, they were just, like, fighting. Play fighting, I guess. And I guess this is a spoiler alert for next episode. Um, So if you don't want it, don't listen to me for the next, like, minute and a half. But there was an episode still that came out where he's not looking happy and he's punching a punching bag. Um, So it feels like he's really relying. I don't know, again, I don't know if this old war coping mechanisms when he was a Marine or what. But, um... He doesn't seem to be on a good track right now. No. Um,
0: does not.
2: Yeah. I'm also confused. It's not from this episode, but Millie talking about, like, oh, John's been a fighter since he was four years old. Like, what do you unless, mean? Unless like, 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 literally means, like, he literally means he he's a problem a fighter. fighter since he was, like, get four it. years old. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, he's just, he just always, always in a fighting kind of, of mood. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Which I mean it kind of was like. Yeah, good Millie. Don't encourage that. You know She I know Wazy said it in Discord. She's so hot that
1: yeah, she I just know. says the And like worst she doesn't I don't him. think she
0: she like like she thinks she's saying the right thing. And like for to another kid she might be saying the right thing, but like not for John. <laughs> not for John. Worst
2: possible thing for
0: exactly. John to like exacerbate his neuroses. Yeah. Exactly. She doesn't
1: um, yeah, yeah. And and John's not a normal child, but, like, they don't know that yet. But, like, it doesn't help that John's just not a normal child anyway. Yeah. Um, normal children aren't aren't part of a bloodline for archangels to do the apocalypse with. So, like, yeah. It just really feels like John's still lonely, even when he's being emotional with Mary it still feels like he's super alone. And like, again, choosing to give Mary the motorcycle so she can leave when she's done. So with hunting.
0: I find it interesting though, that he's encouraged her to open up about yeah, things. He's and he's, he's awful. been that for her, but she has not been that for him or when she, cause I feel like she's kind of tried a little bit too. And characters have tried with John, but John has not done that in return. He's not opened up with them in return. He won't talk about his own things, which is very Sam. He forces other people to open up, but will not give anything of his own back. Um, And I think that whereas Sam, I think, is good at wrecking. Like, even though he does this, he recognizes that he does this. And, like, eventually, I think, starts to make some headway on not doing that anymore. Um, I feel like John just doesn't want to. No, and... Slash doesn't even really realize he's doing it.
1: And Carlos is the one who can understand the most what he's going through. Other than like the missing dad, which is Mary's connection. But like real life situations outside of hunting, Carlos is the only one who really understands what John's going through to a point to a certain extent. Um, And even he couldn't really get through to him. And it's like, Again, I just I just wanna like reach through the screen and be like, John,
0: mm-hmm. go to therapy,
1: John.
2: <laughs> John, John, you need, you need John. therapy. God, I just picture John sitting in a therapy office with like a flask.
1: <laughs> like <Dean>. <laughs> <laughs> saying journaling is stupid yeah. and then he does his own stupid journal like <laughs> Dean, apparently.
0: Um, Roxy. Really quick. <gasps> yes! We gotta, we gotta go back to Roxy and the Akrita. Um, so first of all, when it popped through the window, I screamed. Same. Um, I we had scared. all been like, at the end of, was it episode three? I think. Oh! We'd all yeah, been like, the- oh, it's just a, like an eldritch puppy. And then the the episode, we were like, nope. Nope, still eldritch, horrifying spider creature. <laughs> I think it
1: was the second episode where they, like, came crawling out of the woods. And I yeah. screeched because I hate it yeah. when things fucking crawl.
0: Mm. Like...
1: Yeah. Uh, but... It feels like... I know we kept making comparisons from Roxy to Eve about the whole calling monsters thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but obviously this is more like... It feels like angel radio. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, sending out the signal to have creatures come to you.
0: It's literally a radio,
1: first of all.
0: Literally a radio. Also, all the things that we kind of realized while we were talking about how Mary got out of the Acreta venom situation. Yeah, that's another thing. Now I'm like like, side eyeing this even more, as being like, "Oh, wait a second, this is definitely like,
1: because like the Ukreta aren't just like vampires, vampires imagination, you know? Yeah, they're like a thing. Like they're not just dogs. (laughs) They're not (laughs) hellhounds, you know. Um, my biggest question is, I just, I wonder." I really hope we don't have to wait until episode thirteen to know what the fuck she's doing.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm too impatient.
0: We keep mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. like little snippets of her, so I would not be surprised if like we know things before the crew does. Um, that would be nice. Which would be fun. I like dramatic ironies like that. So
1: I like it when we're in on the in on we're, the secret. Yeah, yeah. But I will never say no to more yeah. Roxy. Also, she seems to not kill. Or send the Akrita after everyone because she has a helper, like we saw at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still getting very season six vibes.
0: Yeah. And they're aware of the Winchesters, or Mary and her crew, you know, yeah. the Scooby gang. And, like, intentionally planning things around them. Even Lata says, oh, great, so we've actually been just doing their dirty work for them at the end of the episode. Um, yeah. Because like they're collecting. Also, isn't the crew aware of her now? Because they saw like the name Roxanne, and they were like, "Oh, that must yeah. be the DJ," which I think is an yeah. insane leap to make. But um. well, because her name is Rock and Roxy, so like Roxie Roxanne, I feel like is not like a huge
1: Roxanne. Yeah.
0: I hope they use that song at some point. <laughs> For
1: real, though, can they? Like... Can they?
0: It probably came out too late. I think you're on the '80s. Hang on, yeah.
2: Well, if it's so, just music, does that matter? They
0: could always, you know, there's angels. They can bend time. They can use that. Song.
2: 1978.
1: Okay, so it's in okay. the seventies. It's in least, the seventies. Is it only be what six years? Six years off. Well, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We'll say there's some choice Elton John songs, and David Bowie's Starman is also
0: 1972.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm sure those are expensive to obtain, but.
0: Jensen, I you've got deep pockets. If you want to pay, pay, pay we'll your pre- own money. We'll this we'll, <laughs> stuff.
1: We'll crowdsource it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, no. I just... It, but just it's just interesting because we have a physical DJ calling monsters yeah. with music. But our guy who's narrating all this to us
0: said Says he's, he's picking, picking the
2: music. Who so like, the
0: picking music? I'm just like... Is, is is Roxy and the Acreta, like, happening because of Dean, like, trying to interfere with things? Like, it's 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 a side effect of Dean? Or is it actually, like, God and the angels in some some way, shape, or form? Or... just Dean in a wig? <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> that would be so... Honestly, I kind of love that, but... <laughs> I love it, too. Like, why not, right? Um... But yeah, I, I just, man, I really think that Lydia's spot on with the first draft thing.
1: If Lydia nailed, yeah. nailed it, I'm going to
0: ask her to <laughs> buy me a Powerball ticket. Right. Um, <laughs> like, legit. Um Courtney, what did you find? Share with the class. I
2: was making my roommate watch the pilot of the Winchesters with me and I was paying more attention than I normally do. And I was like, that sign says, welcome to Lawrence 1958 or chartered 1958, whatever, which is like a weird date. So I like wikipedia when Lawrence, Kansas was actually founded. And I think it said it was founded 1854 and incorporated 1858, whatever it is. It's not Nineteen fifty-eight by any stretch of the imagination, and I was like, "That is so weird." But the other thing we know about nineteen fifty-eight is that that's when Henry disappeared from the timeline, but he disappeared in yeah. another city, like city. We don't like
0: entire in nobody's brought Normal up Illinois,
2: Illinois. Illinois. or like how weird that is. That like he disappeared yeah. from the timeline, but the garage with the jasmine he planted already exists, and Mary has made a few comments that. Kind of imply that they haven't always lived in Lawrence.
0: So I've
2: connected two dots. I don't know what they mean, but I think that's the them.
0: connection is. Yeah. I know it that there's like the possibility it's... that this is like an alternate universe. I love that. Sorry. <laughs> an alternate universe. Um, John and Mary, which like I don't really want it to be an alternate universe, John and Mary, because oh, feels I a like- little cheap. Yeah. You know, it feels like a little bit of a of a cop out, to be honest. No, I agree. However, I think the more likely thing, and this has been my theory, is that the Akrita are creating like cracks between universes. And so things have been like slip sliding and been reset without them realizing. That's what I, I imagine. That's
1: probably where Deanna is right now. Like she's not. In another not...
0: universe?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Okay. No, but legit. I've I've been on a YouTube deep rabbit hole spiral and sometimes that spiral includes an offshoot to strange disappearances when people go hiking in the woods, because America's scary and its woods <laughs> devour people, basically. And like how so sometimes people will be found and they're just like, I have no idea what happened. I was looking at the person in front of me and all of a sudden I they weren't there and it's felt like two days, but they've been missing for three weeks. You know, so I'm like, I like, if she's out on a hunting trip and she's somewhere, I'm just like, what if she did slip dimensions? You know? I'm
2: her sure working
1: at a radio shed. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm not I don't have a darn it, Mary. I'm just a your average Joe working at a radio shed. <laughs> and and the
2: my manager dream. is this
1: not nosed 20 20-year-old who's talking to Chuck in 40 years. Um, but uh, yeah, no i I just find it odd, like we got a Deanna mention, but like, yeah, it's just weird to me. It's very weird to me.
2: This is insane, and it has nothing to do with anything, but I just thought I want Rock and Roxy to be the predecessor to Becky somehow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, would, really be so, really oh, that would be so fun. I would love that. I think that would be a oh fun God. a fun thing. It's just Becky's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Becky's mom. That would be hilarious. It's just Becky's mom.
1: Um Oh Becky. The apple falls <laughs> far fall from the tree. Um Well no, maybe maybe in summoning monsters for whatever reasons also the same level as unhinged as Becky would get. Um Yeah. Yeah, you know, same energy.
2: Yeah. In my opinion at least. But um like he creates worlds, Roxy destroys them. It's all the same.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Maybe Becky is just Roxy. Maybe and Roxy just possessed <laughs> Becky. Got really into those books.
0: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Well, I feel like that's kind of the episode. Yeah, okay. I feel like we. Right? It was kind of like a. a, a it was not as jam packed as other episodes.
1: No, no. Yeah.
0: Um, It was
1: basically Ada backstory, Mary trauma episode. Um, Yeah. So we'll just see what next week brings us.
0: I'm excited for next week. That promo was a lot.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) See, like. Oh, you gotta watch it. It's so good. Oh, my God.
0: It's very intense. Getting more Crunchy John stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's on a fast downward spiral.
1: (laughs) and he's he's
0: wearing that
2: shirt which poor guy his his <laughs> hips must be very cold um somebody is you. a men's tits rights activist on that set yeah <laughs>
1: they they very clearly understand that they want what the
0: audience wants
1: <laughs> the young or just like 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 the audience who are attracted to men to enjoy watching what's on their tv
0: and
1: I feel like it's, like, atonement for years and years of putting, putting the
0: Winchesters and layer upon the yeah. clothes. And also <laughs> letting Nisha like take a his shirt, clothes off all of once. A flannel, the a
1: jacket, sometimes another jacket. Like, yeah. so we're just going to put John in as little as, or as thin of clothing as possible.
2: <laughs> yeah, one time he was just
1: wearing grass. Well, for real, and, like, in episode four, this shirt, I thought, got ripped. And now he just has another one.
0: and. Hey, you know he owns, like, five of the same shirt, though. Because that's that's how men (laughs) be.
1: But it's, like, I saw the episode stills, and, again, it's, it's like, it has the same thick, like, thinness as women's white shirts will have um, at, like, Forever 21. And it's, like, God bless. (laughs) God bless. You're amazing. Keep it up. Um, But, yeah. All right. Let's sign off. I'm Jen. I'm Rachel. Courtney. (laughs) And uh, thanks so much for listening. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And remember that with the future of Twitter in question, subscribing to us wherever you can get your podcast will be the very best way to keep up with all of our episodes. And you can keep in touch with us on Tumblr or Instagram.
2: Yeah, our Tumblr is great, by the way. It's yeah, Courtney Tumblr. makes all the stuff for
0: it. So go follow it. Yeah, thanks
1: Courtney for making it yeah. a totally
0: awesome place.
1: Yeah. And thank you for all your gift sets and, and literally yes. everything every week. Um
0: well until next time. Bye next guys. Time. Bye. <laughs>